Top of the morning, you fine human beings. How you guys doing? Pretty good, pretty good. I'm doing all right. It's uh, it's like you said, top of the morning. It's it's a little early for us. Well, the common man is gonna is gonna think we're just a bunch of babies, but it's 10:15. I had to wake up at like 9:25 for this. So actually 9:15 because I woke up 15, 10 minutes before my alarm went off. So it's a bit early, and I think you, you kind of struggle over there. Yeah, I'm feeling it. Like so, my body's here. In the present with you guys, but my brain, my soul is not. It's somewhere. It's somewhere high. It's some. It's somewhere running through the clouds and the daisies and everything. It's not here. So already, I'm kind of messing up a, a little bit in the morning pod. But do you, you guys know, consider, I, do you guys consider yourselves morning person, uh, morning people? I'm like fine in the morning, honestly. Like I don't know, but I know Ryan is because he wakes up early, early. Like for me, like I can just get out of bed right away. Like I usually wake up even before my alarm. I have this like thing in my brain that I hate being woken up by my alarm. Okay. So I think like. My body just like automatically like recognizes that and like its defense mechanism is that it, ma- <laughs> it wakes me up usually a few minutes before my alarm goes off. So I just yeah. shut it off before it even happens. I, I kind of I'm kind of the same way. I find if I'm getting if I get a good night's sleep, like I'm fine in the morning. Fair the fair. only way I'm not a morning person is if I'm actually like tired in the morning. Yeah, and I don't like sleep. My, my girlfriend. So she'll so Emma, she'll basically she'll set an alarm for like an hour before she has to actually wake up. That's crazy. And she'll she'll let it go off like. Once every five minutes, once every I don't ten minutes. That. Are you guys? Are you guys like the type of people to hit to hit snooze? No, like multi- okay, I don't think no. Bad. But I'm the type of person to fucking take a pillow and and, and end it all right there. Like turn your freaking yeah. thing oh, off. Yeah, if you're, yeah. Like come I've, on, man. I don't think I've ever hit snooze in my life. Me neither. Oh, I, I don't think I've ever hit snooze. Like I'm up. I'm up. Like I can't. How can I in good faith like hit snooze and like go back to sleep for five minutes? Yeah. And just have to go through that whole experience again. Like you're more tired because then yeah. you have to go back to bed. You pass up for 30 seconds. Keep that process. Yeah. The worst, the worst about it is like when you wake. Okay, so you wake up like 30 minutes before your alarm, and you're like, "Fuck." Yeah. Oh yeah, that's so the like, worst. That's I go back me to bed, every day. I go back to bed. I'm just like, I know in like 30 minutes this thing's yeah. about to go yeah. off. I'll be pissed off. So for me, I have like my. This might sound crass. I have like my my piss time. So if I wake up like more than two hours before i have to actually wake up and i gotta like take a leak like i'll go it's fine like i have time to like i've got ample time to like fall back asleep like whatever but if we're within like an hour and a half to an hour like i'll look over and i can see the you know like i just i just roll over and like i just i tough it out and like the last hour and a half is like not the most enjoyable but like i i did that for the longest time i don't know why i was just like too lazy to get up and be like oh i have to get up soon in an hour anyway i'm gonna be awake now i now i do it because like i'm like an hour an extra hour like takes like thirty seconds, like whatever. Yeah, yeah. Like just be comfortable, because like yeah. you realistically, like you'll pretty much fall back asleep within like ten minutes. Yeah. I do find that like when you do fall back asleep, sometimes you wake up like more tired because like you just fell back asleep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, I mean, it, I agree with you. Like the thirty seconds, it's just sometimes in my mind, it's just not worth it. Yeah, that's fair. But uh, anyway, yeah. So that's that's the morning for us. Uh, I guess getting into some of the podcast topics. I don't know, Andrew. I kind of want to hear about your uh, your trip first, actually. It's true. I went to Baltimore. For people that don't know, I went to Baltimore um, last Saturday, and then we watched the Ravens against Seahawks game, which was a crazy game. Really good yeah. game for obviously for the Ravens fans, yeah. and I'm a Ravens fan. Well, not really. Like if you're a Lamar Jackson fan. It was it was good. It was like it was, I wanted to see him pop off, but I was telling my dad the whole game. I was nudging him every single time that um, the Ravens had the ball, and I was like. I want Odell to get a touchdown, mm-hmm. just to, yeah. just to have it in the like, just to have it in the stadium, just to see like him, you know, do his dance, you know, and just be happy. And it was it was his birthday also that Sunday as well. He's an idiot, by the way. But anyway, continue. Why? I'll tell you. Okay, okay, okay. I know you know why, if you remember the game. I'm pretty sure it was this game. Anyway, continue. Okay, though. okay, okay. Yeah, he fumbled. 
Stupid fucking, fucking idiot. Fumble. He's running like running fucking. Through, he's yeah. running like Donkey Kong out yeah, there. Dude, he's I like throwing the fucking ball in his one hand, like yeah. swinging it around, wherever, and then like he gets wrapped up, and no crap, he's gonna drop the ball. Like I said, the everyone was idiots. Saying the like same tuck thing. the ball, man. Yeah, everyone's saying the same thing, and to be like a vet showing like Zay Flowers and Rashad Bateman. I mean, Rashad Bateman three years in the league, but like these guys how to like play and how to like you know keep the ball I'm like why are you running the oh, wait, oh, like, just running running like, the ball that so yeah. like totally swing his arms anyway sorry yeah so yeah that's the it's just different in the u.s like obviously you yeah, guys yeah. want to go see a game like it's so different it's like just like the vibe and like you go see a hockey game here it's not even close you go see a yeah. football game here definitely not even close cfl soccer obviously not it's fucking miracle there, there. There, there, oh it's there's nothing here that is even comparable no there's nothing I, i'd say the only sport league that is comparable would be like european soccer yeah it's insane and i've never gone so to too. see a game like personally but i know the vibes there are, are crazy and i like yeah i can speak to nfl like yeah, I think we can all agree. Like NFL is like top notch. Don't yeah, take 100%. my guns. Yeah. And don't take my football. <laughs> my freedom. You guys yeah. know? Do you guys know Rod Wave? Yeah. Yes. So, basically, the Saturday when we got up to Baltimore, my dad asked because there was a bunch of people like you know crowding around and like my dad's like, oh, is there a concert or something? The girl goes, yeah, it's Rod Wave, and I was like, oh shit, okay, cool. My dad goes. No way, really? No way. Like he acted like he knew he was. Oh, okay, that he knew. Him. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, Dad, who is that? He's like, I have no fucking idea. <laughs> he wanted to join. Rod Wave. He wanted yeah. to join the conversation. Hottest rapper in the game right now. Yeah, I was gonna say Johnny getting in his feels. So like, yeah. like, he's like acting of a nice to all these fucking random fucking people from Baltimore, and he's like. Yeah, yeah, Rod Wave, shit, no way. I'm like, what? Yeah. <laughs> but uh, then, up the guy. <laughs> yeah, then after the Baltimore game, we, oh my god, <clears throat> we um. Welcome to the morning. That's 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 early morning. You need like a tea. I need a coffee. You need like a you need some lubricant. <laughs> <laughs> we went. We drove up to New York. So that was another three hours. So it was nine hours to Baltimore, another three hours after the game, and then we met up with three of my friends, um, who we shared a hotel with. Uh, and then toured, you know, New York City. I find New York City kind of like overrated now that I've been. How many like, times have you been? Like four. We've, I think I've been. I've been three. I've been th or two. Two or three times. I can't remember. I don't know. No, I, I think it's like three. you see Times Square. It's like okay. Like my dad's never been, so that's why okay. I want. Yeah. That's why I want to like. Show like it was when we went with our parents. They'd never been, so that was yeah. cool. Yeah. So it's like, cool that like it's to like the nine eleven memorial, yeah. all that stuff. So it's cool. That, like, <laughs> Well, I mean, my dad wanted to see it. So it's like, it's, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it's a cool experience, but like, I feel like either you really like New York city or it's just kind of like, not really for you. Yeah. Like for me personally, like, it's just not like a city for me. It's not, like, I'm not a city person to begin with. So it's like, when I go to New York, there's just like so much going on. Like, yeah, yeah you're no city slicker like me. I'm walking here. Hey, I'm walking here. Yeah, yeah. My balloon. Do you remember that rocket from the Spider-Man game? Yeah, I am. If anyone here remembers the Spider-Man game, like the GameCube Spider-Man game, oh man, there's so many like they just like took like like generic like out of the box like New York sayings and threw it into the game as audio. It was like I'm driving here. I'm walking here. Where's the freaking Gabagoo? Where's the freaking Gabagoo? <laughs> <laughs> but uh yeah so then we went to see the chargers against the that Jets. game was like it's good. obviously it's sick the chargers won but like yeah. the game was yeah. fun. oh the game was a i was watching so that game in my friends house. i wanted my zach wilson to like play well because oh my god the fans and like obviously i find jets like new york fans i would say like probably dallas fans are probably the most like ruthless because of like their franchise obviously yeah. and, like who they are um but the jets fans man they were ruthless there i find they're a little bit like 
so 50 50 so you have like let's say we had four people in the front like two of them like would protect zach wilson and say like look like i mean the o-line sucks like you know what i mean yeah. like you can't really do much but then the other two would fucking rip him yeah and you know like the new york accents like you guys did it was like it was it, was fucking fucking, sucks. it fucking i have a video i have a video of like that's boston or yeah, not. i have yeah. a video of like zach wilson fucking the freaking up. <laughs> i have a video of zach wilson fucking up and you can just hear everyone in the fucking stadium you know so it's like it's tough for the guy just because you, you play for the jets what were his stats i want to look this up quick because i remember like watching. He, played, he outplayed herbert i was watching the game like live not, not bad. bad i didn't I, watch the full game but i i checked the stats like the next morning and they didn't look awful. it's it's purely just situational. Yeah. It's situational. Yeah. like some situations he looks so fucking bad yeah. and like everyone just rips him yeah. and people were leaving early oh my god yeah and like terrible. the fact that they couldn't even score a touchdown at the end it was like waves. So Actually, basically, yeah, he didn't play terrible. It was waves of people just leaving the fucking stadium yeah. early. Like it was, but it, they're passionate, so it makes it more fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. But and MetLife is nice. Like I, we, really we've nice. been to MetLife before. MetLife's nice. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's, it's, Did you do any tailgating for the games? No. So we went early just to like walk around, um, but like we didn't really do any tailgating, only okay. because like. I don't know. We have to find like the crowd. You gotta find like a place. The place and like the people. Like also, like you're not gonna go to a random table. And Did you like, like bring your up. car? To, no, you didn't bring your car. To no, we you, Ubered. You Ubered. Which yeah. was actually a fucking. Actually, wasn't that a bad idea? But after the game was fucked. Yeah. Everyone wanted oh, to Uber yeah. out of oh, here. Oh, for sure. Yeah, yeah. And like it's in the middle of fucking the highway. Yeah. So yeah, it's not yeah. like you could walk somewhere and then take an Uber. It's you have to stay in MetLife yeah. and fucking wait for an Uber. Yeah. So it's it's tough. But Which it was we, a good game. It was a little cool. Buses. Was like, there was like a uh, we we stayed at a hotel in New Jersey, and no, what we did was we drove the, like, because I remember like to actually tailgate like you had to buy tickets to get into the lot like at MetLife apparently. Yes. So we couldn't do that. But there's like these like other little businesses that are run around it where it's like they have like they'll they'll have a parking lot for the afternoon. You can park your car, like do a tailgate, like a little tailgate there, and then they have like a like a literal school bus, multiple school buses okay. that like drive you into the game and take you out. So like that was actually like a good service. Uh, that's what we did because when we went to Buffalo the, before that, like we did a real tailgate. Like that was like Buffalo, Buffalo was is crazy. the equivalent of walking up to the Colise and like that, that. Yeah, Cleveland. Was, well, Cleveland we had the whole setup. Yeah, Cleveland we can get into also, but Buffalo was cool because it's like walking up to the Colise and that whole street. Like the Kirkland Street, that's like before the Colise, like all those houses, imagine, are selling off like their front lawns, like 10, 15, 20 bucks, whatever. You pay them, you park on their front lawn, take out all your stuff. They have like little driveways and like the whole street's basically blocked off. And you, you set up yeah, the whole street's nice. tailgate all the way up. It gets progressively like more sick. And then at the actual place, they have a whole actual parking lot too. But the whole town is like just having a party and like whatever. So they charge. Apparently, what the guy was telling us was that. They'll have helicopters that go over, yeah. and they count how many uh, cars you have in your driveway, so that they they can like roughly tax you. I don't know. Yeah. That sounds kind of crazy to me, but yeah, it's, it's actually wild. Like it's one of those. Th like I remember seeing it and be like, "Wow, like this is yeah. crazy." Police walk around like AR like, road, and then they it's like such like a huge like ordeal. Well, that's why they know. that's why they say Buffalo has the best fans. They do, yeah. yeah. Well, no, Commanders do honestly. So. Yeah. <laughs> But Buffalo, you're, like, walking around. I mean, that's anywhere in the States, but they're walking around with AR-15s and, like, holy yeah. shit. It's, like, fucking yeah. scary. <laughs> yeah, so did you get a – we wearing a Chargers jersey at all? Yeah, so in, yeah, I had my Keenan Allen t-shirt. I love Keenan Allen, so I, I actually bought a t-shirt a while back. Did you get beat up? I didn't get beat up. No one – you know, the, sure, that, was, that was the thing. I mean, the, it's hard to chirp when you're losing 27-6. My dad was like, yo, like, I don't want him to be, like, you know – say anything or anything i'm like yeah. dad like it's not the 1940s one but like you're gonna get chirped like last time i went to MetLife, like uh it was baltimore against the giants 
and Baltimore lost. Like Lamar threw a shit fucking pick at the end. And walking down the fucking the the, um, the ramp, people were like chirping me. But like it's it's all funny in games. Like yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? Like no one's gonna fucking beat you up for it. But then the Chargers for the Chargers since they they were you killed. won that game. Yeah, no, we lost that game. Baltimore didn't win. We lost that game. Wait, Baltimore lost. Wait, when? Against the Giants last two years ago. Oh my god, I thought we were talking about the game on like this weekend. No, <laughs> no. Sorry, I'm cooked. But um, for the Jar Chargers game. The Jets fans were all pissed off with fucking Zach Wilson and their yeah, offense. So yeah. no one was even bothered. <laughs> no one was even bothered. Everyone to was panning together. No, exactly. So no one's even bothered. To, like all the Chargers fans were throwing up high fives and stuff. Like let's go, whatever. It was one common hate. But then yeah, the Jets fans were just they shut up and just like left the yeah, stadium yeah, yeah. and that's it. I mean, fuck, you gotta feel for those guys. It's, it's like the so thing rough. is like how do we know that Aaron Rodgers? Like I don't know. Like Zach Wilson no, not doing terrible. You don't. He just doesn't throw any touchdowns. Like he just yeah. But it's just like. There was that little sliver of of hope or optimism that he would be better than Zach Wilson. You know what I mean? It's like so. Just that alone is huge for a fan base. We actually talk about Zach Wilson so much. I'm just looking at his stats again. Like, yeah, he's he's so mid. He's so incredibly mid. We got to talk about one guy that's actually not mid at all. Is Sam Howell? Sam Howell is, I think, a top playing like a top five quarterback in the league right now. And I'm just gonna say that. I mean, I know, definitely. Like, I'm like. He, He's passed the eye test. Like, that I could 100% say with confidence, but... He's got the second most passing yards. Yeah, but he's also dropping back, like, 50 times a game. So? Uh, so does Tua. So does Mahomes I don't know. drop how back. Many passing yard, how many pass attempts does Tua have per game? Uh, I uh, think can I see that? Sal, uh, Sam Howell has to be. What's, like, the abbreviation for that stat? Uh, attempts. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, he has, he has 308 overall. So three hundred and eight. How many games he played? Nine. So somehow let's do a simple division. I'll tell you right now. Three hundred eight divided by nine. Thirty-four point two two. Sam's is not obviously like in the forties. Let's see what Sam's is actually. Sam's, I think Sam is in the forties. Yeah, it is because every time I every time I bet on his attempts, his thirty plus attempts is. Uh, I don't think he'll be in the four. He might be in the forties. Let's see. Wait, what was high thirties at, at? I like think thirty-eight. 30s. Yeah, at least thirty-eight. That's your guess. Thirty-eight. Yeah. Ryan. I think it's somewhere around there. I'll go 42 just to be different. 39.22 39. average. Yeah, that's a lot. That's a lot. So, I mean, he's, yeah, I guess he's getting he's getting an additional, on average, five pass attempts per game. He has, but let's see this. So he has, his completion percentage is 666, which is, well, anyway, it's scary. This is why but I traded D-Rob. Two has a 69.5. He has 214 complete. Yeah, so, I mean... But I mean, like, let's say, what's Mahomes? Mahomes has how many passes attempts? He has 334 passing attempts, so he's closer. The thing about <clears throat> about Howell is that his completion percentage is lower than all those guys. Well, yeah. Like Josh Allen's is 71.3. Think about <clears throat> yeah. yeah. <laughs> the morning. Howell, Howell also had that game against the Bills that just really he had a couple good. terrible games. But, I don't know. I I agree. I think Howell has been very good. I still think. You want to see with this – so the past two games, the Sox have been better. Like, yeah. Like, with the Sox. So you want to see that continue. The picky through loss game was, like, really bad. I think everybody knows – I think he knows that. I think that was yeah. just – to me, but I mean, we spoke about this during the game. I think they should have called a timeout there. I Obviously, I don't think you were watching the no. game. Man. I was looking at the score because I yeah. bet on the commanders, but I didn't. Oh, thank you. Yeah. So, so basically, the play we're talking about was commanders uh, drove the entire field. It was, it was uh, end of – End of the half? first half. So the, try to get the, points. Yeah, closing out the end of the first half, we're on like what, like twenty, like maybe closer, even closer 10. like ten, and um, and yeah, we're, we march the field, we get there, 
at that point i felt like we should like call the timeout slowed it down maybe like ran it ran the ball on first down or whatever but we keep the same tempo we go for it and then sam Howell just like he rolls out throws like a terrible pick like end of half whatever there was nobody even he it's like one of those plays like you gotta just just get rid of it and yeah, try not but to me that. like i again like i don't know obviously the pick is on Howell. i think the game management could have been a bit better in that situation to like help out your yeah. your young quarterback but i agree i i think sam hall has definitely i, I saw i saw a graphic for him as like a very obviously he's like not like the front runner i think but like mvp no that was oh i know what you're talking about that was not him in the conversation for mvp the whole clip was like uh they had like people guessing like like the, all those players were like blacked out like shouldn't you know, he be sound like a fucking idiot yeah because you didn't do your yeah you do your research but <laughs> yeah. diligence i saw the graph yeah okay but i'm telling you the the context behind it so it, yeah. they were all blacked out and they had like their only their stats so then it was like they would say like okay like who is uh, your, who is your mvp based on these stats yeah, yeah, yeah. none of them picked how by the way but yeah. um <laughs> But no, but I see, okay, that makes but it's just sense. because his stats are are pretty crazy. I mean, he's obviously not like MVP, but he's he's having a very solid year. Very solid. Year. Uh, I mean, and he's, um, he's technically, I mean, not technically, but he's pretty much a rookie. Like, yeah. Well, he well, yeah, and not like for NFL terms, but I mean, in terms of like, we'll, we'll segue quick. I do want to talk, like, just mentioned right before we kind of get into the whole NFL, uh, just about Commanders because we we have to spotlight them. They're playing the Seahawks this week. We're recording Saturday morning. They're playing the Seahawks tomorrow, four twenty-five. We are uh, what's our record? Four and five. Yeah. Four and five. If we can get back to five and five, if we can somehow beat them in Seattle, we had a pretty well, we had a good game last week. The defense played well. I mean, the team sucks, Patriots. But if we can beat the Seahawks, we play the Giants next week to go to six and five, and then we play the Cowboys for our inevitable loss, and then we're back at five hundred. Divisional, I'll never count us out. I mean, we got to beat the Giants for sure. I mean, you got to beat Seattle tomorrow to even be in a conversation. But like, if yeah. you beat Seattle. That's a huge NFC win, and then you're probably right back into playoff like conversation. Did well, you? I mean, like the, right now, like the, the Seahawks are in the playoffs, so if you can beat them, like that's a big thing. Yeah. And then I think it's what's Minnesota. They're still they, they won last week with Josh Dobbs. He came in and they still won. Did you guys see a noticeable difference in like your pass rush? Um, I didn't really see it. No, the pass rush was kind of actually like yeah. didn't do anything at all. I noticed the defense itself was just. It was more organized, it seemed. It was more, like, ready to play. With, I mean, I don't that, know. I'll say just one thing off that is that Mac Jones, like, gets rid of the ball so fast. Yes. So it's so tough bad. to, like, grade your pass rush against a team like the Patriots just because he's, like, he's just, like, checking it down. Kind yeah. Of play. But, like, um, but I don't know, man. I, I have a sneaky suspicion that this defense is going to get it together. I just have Well, a- you have to be a lot more organized now. I mean, you lost two of your best pass rushers or – yeah, well, I mean, you just have Jonathan Allen now. I mean, yeah, I could so I know, like, obviously, they're, I, well. I know they're pass rush, like, and they are pass rushers. But, but yeah, I, I, but like, but no, but I'm not trying to even be like, like cute. I'm like, I know they're the pass rushers, but I'm thinking of like the threats from the outside. Like, we, yeah, we lost our two main guys. We don't have them anymore. Yeah. You know what I mean? So In it's terms like of that though, like, even the, I mean, like, I'm not even gonna like bag on fucking Chase Young and Montez, but like, when Two Hill plays and like James Smith Williams play, like. They're productive. They have something to prove also. They look at their numbers. Like they're productive. Like I remember I sent you that thing of two hill, like within the same amount of starts as Chase Young has like they have a better record and he's been more productive. The thing I it's also like Chase Young might be getting double teamed and whatnot. True. The thing I loved about Jonathan Allen was uh 
that video. He's like, I'm fucking tired of this yeah. shit, man. Fucking sick of this shit. They're fucking the same thing. <laughs> and it's like, go get a sack, dude. Like, yeah, he's, he's, gonna he's gonna been, he hasn't done anything this year. Oh, really? Does he have a sack? Like, honestly, does he have, have like, both he, him and Duran have been kind of. He might have one or two sacks. I live, I live for those interviews. They're so funny. Yeah. Bro, he's sick. I mean, like, but, um, Anyway, we, I know we wanted to segue a little bit in term in terms of like the uh, offensive player of year, defensive. Yeah, so basically year. like media awards. But I want you to take it over because I want to look at a couple of the games of for this week. There's a couple that actually like already like off the top, or like they look like some. They actually there's some pretty solid games this week. Some very solid games this week. Baltimore plays the Browns. We got like sleeper game Houston against Cincy. That should be a pretty good game, honestly. With CJ Stroud has been like Such a electric. Mm-hmm. Nico Collins is injured though, I think. He is out. Which is unfortunate. Tank Dell stock. I have to start uh, Terry McLaurin because uh, I had Nico Collins in one of my leagues. Yeah, it's a good game. It's Browns, Browns, Ravens, obviously. AFC That's a good board. game. A good yeah. game I have Ravens D in this game, so they better fucking show uh, what up. What else? I would even take Titans. Titans Bucks is not terrible. Like I, like... I actually, I'm playing Will Levy. Will Will Levy? Levis. You cannot escape. Saint You saw something Baltimore and obviously New York. You can't escape the Quebecois, man. Lamar Jackson. No, c'est ridicule, man. Il est dans le tout le monde. Okay, on a un podcast français. Podcast francophone. But, oh my uh, God, West Island French, eh? Yeah. Chargers in Detroit's a good game. Are we excited to see uh, Kyler come back? I actually am very excited to see Kyler. So Kyler, I have some resentment for Kyler because he was the reason why I got booted on my guillotine last year. If I, if you guys recall, I think Uh-oh. I told the story that I needed six points from him and Ramondre, and they both got injured. Mm. So Kyler blew out his knee. So here's the thing. I mean, like I don't know. He looks like a whack. He looks like a whack job with his haircut. Yeah, but the thing is, that's Cod, the wrong thing Cod's to say. coming out in November something. So I don't <laughs> what know. happened? The new Cod, yeah, new right. out, so. <laughs> oh, so what busy. type of Kyler are we gonna see? I don't know. That's a good point. Um, <laughs> the fact that I became a meme is too good. Who are they know. playing? They're playing the Falcons. Like that's a game that honestly, like I would they, could, the they could win. Yeah. If he Taylor Heineke well. versus Taylor Heineke, man, <laughs> uh, Kyler can never get rid of him. Yeah. God, no, you can't get rid of Taylor Heineke. Actually, a beauty. I picked him up in uh, my dynasty. Keep him in the league <laughs> forever. Keep him in the league forever. The thing is, he's literally doing what he did for us it's it's so fantastic because there's such a similar team to us and he's uh, like Ad- atlanta is to washington and he's literally just it's copy paste i know it's so fantastic he just I, i'm so happy for the guy though like when he got got the bag in atlanta and now he's actually playing some meaningful uh football that, i mean we so. knew it was gonna happen yeah i, I pulled, yeah, I pulled I a ryan i just yawned rain to the mic huh? <laughs> i pulled at you from last week i, I yawned rain oh, to yeah. the mic I called it. I said uh, Heineke would start by week six against Washington. I think I was two weeks off. We're off by a couple of weeks. Yeah. yeah, we're like halfway through the season too, which is yeah. kind of scary. This segues into our next segment of the midseason awards at the true. Neighborhood Podcast. True. 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 Okay, so the middies. So yeah, so copyrighted let's LLC. Just, let's just reiterate here. Pat McAfee's episode came out yesterday. I was watching it. They did the midi awards. Um, we had this idea first, but we had to postpone our episode to Saturday. But so, Pat McAfee technically stole from us. Yeah, I was in contact with them. It's fine. He told me I could do it. So let's do it. So we have, so the midseason awards is basically just like the NFL awards at the end of the year. Um, but it obviously is midseason. So we're going to go around the room here. So we got offensive rookie of the year. I think it's an obvious one. Um, offensive rookie. I think we're all, uh, I think we're all on the same Same. But well, we can we say it? Three, yeah. two, one. CJ Stroud. 
Two oh, offensive rookie of the year. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, sorry. I, th- I heard offensive player of the year. Okay, rookie yeah. Year. CJ Stroud. Yeah, yeah. CJ Stroud any, for sure. Any honorable um, I'll let everyone else go first. I have, yeah, there's a couple. Uh, Actually, I have, a, I have one guy that low-key could blow up if his team, you know, I'll just say it. I think, like we said, Will Levy. If it's a long shot for sure, yeah. but he's starting now in week like he started what week eight now, so like now it's week eight and week nine. We, now we're going to week ten, I guess. Are we? It's week ten. Week ten. Oh my god! So we're going to week ten. If he goes on like this tear with them, like what's their record right now, really quickly, if we can look, because uh, I know that division is not that strong. I don't think. Well, no, they're terrible. Three and five. So if they can somehow go on a bit of a run with Will Levy. And like he plays really well. I mean, like he could definitely like be in that conversation. He's comfortable, like, yeah. There's still a night. lot of as a QB, like 100. Uh, percent I mean, like early on in the season, I think a lot of people maybe would have said uh, Puka. Yeah, he's yeah, fallen off a little bit. But like, Stafford is kind of the whole team has yeah. fell off. Yeah, I think you just I think quarterbacks will always get maybe a, a bit of a nod on. on, on that there, there's a lot of I'm looking just kind of like a, an odds list. I mean, like even a guy like Jameer Gibbs. I don't, I don't even know if like David Montgomery's back he's this week. Back. He's back. So that could obviously affect it. But I mean, if he keeps progressing and playing like the last two weeks, he's been like that's another guy. And then also. Bijan, like they're not utilizing him the right way. Like he, he had such a good chance, but it's they're so not. Sad. Unless they change it, Devon Ashaney, like maybe, but I well, think him too. He like might be broken goods at this point. He, I don't know. Well, he's coming back next goods. week, but uh, yeah, I mean, like he, I, th- I don't think he's played enough. Zay Flowers is another guy that's like on this list, but he's like no. higher. Yeah, top three on this list I have is CJ Puka Jameer. I just think Puka like it's not even his fault, uh, but I, his numbers are pretty insane. Like he's got eight hundred something yard, eight hundred something uh, yards already. He's like red hot to start the year. And yeah, then, I think CJ Stroud right now is definitely like the yeah. front runner. I could I would convince myself that um, if Cooper Cup never came back and yeah. Puka was the guy, he would have been the triple crown. I think, yeah, it's just, yeah. I think it's just Sean McVay's offense. I'm not, I'm not discrediting Cooper. I want to add. I want to add something to our list. I want to do like a midseason coach of the year. Sure. We can we can kind of like think of it because like I know like I would probably have to look at some teams. I have one. But yeah, I want I want to look at that. Um, okay, we're going to defensive rookie of the year. Defensive rookie of the year. Yeah. Okay. Uh, let me. I mean, it's obviously hard with defensive yeah, players. Yeah. I kind of have one off the top. I mean, like. Let me look it up. It's quick. tough because like I don't know if I really like dial dial in on defenses, but Brian Branch has been very really good for good. Detroit. Um, I like the Von Witherspoon as well. Yeah, Witherspoon has been great. Gonzalez was very good before the injury. Jalen uh, Carter's not Jaylen bad. Jalen Carter's obviously been good. Oh, I not would bad. He's been probably, very good. Yeah, I mean, like, I... I, 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 I would take, the I would take Devon or Jalen Carter. I think Jalen Carter has, like, four and a half sacks. Yeah. On the year, he's, like, balling out. But Devon Witherspoon's locking up. Like, it's, it's nice to see. I love these young corners, man. I feel like you get really the bang for your buck on these young corners. I mean, obviously, for you guys, Emmanuel Forbes is a dog, but... I think it's, it's just number bad. one past flexion. Yeah, this guy's <laughs> sick. Who's uh, this guy? Uh, I seen his name. It might be on the Rams. Tuli Tui Pulotu. No, I didn't. or no, he might be Forty uh, ers Hold up, let me look him up. Oh, safety. Yes, is he a rookie? Yeah, yeah, I know. Or I even Jordan, Joey Porter Jr. is kind of very. He's yeah. locked up Odell. He was um, getting a bit sheltered at the beginning of the year. Yeah, but uh, yeah, he's. I've, no, I've sorry, this guy plays on the Chargers. Okay, then not, not the guy no, I'm no thinking. Idea. But I know a guy that's on the Hufanga. Niners. Hufanga. Has, yeah, yeah, yeah. You think of Hufanga? Yeah. It's like Tolu Hufanga. He's a safety of the but his, but his last name is Tua, or it's just like Hufanga? His last name is Hufanga. 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 That's who I was thinking. Yeah. Wakanda forever. I think <laughs> I think um, the defensive rookie of the year could really go to anyone. It's and yeah, the top three, Brian Branch, Devon Witherspoon, and Jalen Carter. Yeah. But 
I think offensive rookie right now is solidified. Yeah. CJ Stroud. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, we'll move on to offensive player of the year. And I have one. I Tyreek Hill. That's kind of who I was going to say, man. I think yeah. it's... it's uh, uh, I mean, is anyone else going, like, really off? What's, like, CMC stats? I would do um, Tyreek Hill or CMC. Yeah. CMC, CMC, already has, CMC already has 13 touchdowns. Yeah, I just don't see them winning MVP. That's the problem. So yeah. let me look up quickly because Tyreek, Tyreek has eight touchdowns. CMC already has 13. Tyreek has... Uh, right now, he has a thousand yards, a th- almost a thousand one hundred yards crazy, receiving. Uh, CMC has six hundred fifty-two yards rushing. I think and two hundred and ninety-two yeah, yards receiving. Let's be real; I'm not discrediting CMC, but uh, receiving touchdowns a lot harder than a rushing yeah. touchdown. I also think if Ty- Tyreek has one point one, you said halfway through the season. Right now, if this guy touches two thousand, he's he will. he's winning. For you sure. know, was a guy that we're low-key kind of we we didn't even really mention it all for the rookie of the year. That's like having a good year is Jordan Addison. Seven yeah. touchdowns, yeah, five hundred thirty-four. It's not enough to not enough to win rookie of the year. I, yeah, I just don't see him. But it's tough yeah. for a receiver to win it usually. Yeah, like if, I just that's why I just think that if the if Will Levis can go on a crazy run, like it's gonna be like he has. It's more he in terms of like let's say for example Zay Flowers started just like going on like a, a spree of like hundred yard game. Like let's say he went on like three games, hundred yards and a touchdown. Yeah, I don't even think that would really move the needle still no, you know what i mean like but if will levis goes on a game of three games in a row right now where he throws for 250 yards and two three touchdowns each game he's so and they're comfort- winning those games i was watching he's gonna project night. right into yeah. that he'll be in the conversation. football and uh i think I, did i say this i don't know i think i said this i don't know but on thursday night football i was watching him. he looks so comfortable in the pocket he just he's the way he throws it though yeah flings it it's like I a cool little Derek henry Derek henry's stock is up it's i like it. d-hop stock D-hop, is way up yeah. d-hop stock is way up i don't know will levy just Will Levis just looks so <laughs> good. He looks so good in the pocket. But I, we'll go I mean, to... if this guy pans out, that'd be a steal for them. He, I, I mean, mean yeah, he slid all the way. Remember that on draft day? Yeah. They had, Malik, they day had Malik going in to run like uh, QB sneaks and like one yard plays mm-hmm. and shit. And so we'll go to uh, defensive player of the year. Yes. I don't know if you guys have any. I don't even mind. know. Um, I mean, I know Miles Garrett has been a monster this dog. year. Uh, 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 I'll also, I mean, I, I think it's three people. I'm kind of doing it maybe to like just be fun. I don't know. Like Max Crosby's like a stud. I was gonna do Max Crosby. Nine and a half. Khalil yeah. Mack is actually having a freaking good year considering he's like kind of. The problem is with Khalil Mack over the hill. So saturated off 32. that Raiders game because he got six sacks that game. Holy was it six shit. sacks that one game? Yeah. Are you sure it was six? Oh, was it six? Because I know he had two sacks. Let me look that up actually because I know he had two sacks in he his had last. Six sacks against the Raiders and then he had zero 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 zero. Yeah, you're right. Like one and then it's six one and two or six then one right after and then last week yeah. he had two against the Jets. I would do Max Crosby because he's just a beast. Yeah. But I like I like Miles Garrett. Well, even TJ Watt, the AFC North man. Yeah. Scary. Stop. Yeah, Crosby is actually. Uh, he has. Does he have a fumble? He's got one fumble recovery. Things with that man, he plays every freaking snap. Yeah. So you could kind of say like, okay, he plays every snap. But if you have a guy that's a, oh shit, an edge rusher yeah. that plays every snap yeah. and is the, is that noticeable and that like much of a fucking beast? I mean, fucking play yeah, every yeah, snap. Yeah, I mean. Exactly. Did Did you see the video of him? Uh, smoking a cigar, quote unquote cigar after their win, bro? That was a hundred percent of backwood. Did you see yeah, that video? He was smoking that. a J. Yeah. And it looked. It was so flat and like you could, yeah. It, it, there's no way that was a cigar unless it's like the very end of a cigar. But still, the cigars are like they're they're circular. This was like a backwood. No, I don't know. I'm not a big cigar guy, but man, it's possible. I hate cigars, bro. Are they? Are did they 
test for weed in the NFL? Like it's, no, they don't test no? for weed anymore. I don't think. I think they changed. I know that. a lot of leagues like stop testing. I know a lot of weed. like it helps with like recovery and like for for like players that are like are banged up and stuff. Like yeah. if they're not even necessarily smoking, but like you get like CBD supplements and all the creams old, and shit. All the old players said it like themselves. I know um, Ocho Cinco said it. He's like after every game, like the boys would just get together and just do it because it just feels nice and also because your body, like you said, is yeah. so banged up. Hockey yeah. players rip a six pack. NFL player just start smoking Jesus weed. Christ. Yeah, <laughs> we'll do. Uh, we'll do actually a different one. We'll do before coach of the year. We'll do comeback player of the year. And I have such a big thing on the comeback player of the year. Look, uh, I get it. It's gonna be obviously Demar Hamlin, but the problem is, bruh, guys are playing. No, but I mean, that like, I get the it, odds right yeah. now is on. But it's 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 gonna be him because yeah, I know yeah, I know it will be him. I mean, look up a real comeback. No, like, no, no, not the like comeback. That's, that's my that's my that's my controversy. Like controversy here is just I don't. I, I get it, and I 100% get it. Like, for a player to come back from his from what happened to him and etc. But you haven't played a snap yet this year. You haven't like you haven't been active yet this year. Mm -hmm. You're a third string safety. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, Tua, look at Tua. Like Tua's balling out, and he got he was he just suffered from like the worst concussion. I, I think head injuries. I think Brees Hall might even be a guy that I would Lamar's take over. Lamar Jackson, if he Aaron Rodgers comes back, Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, if he comes back, that's insane. <laughs> so it's just, he, like, he, but would that count as like comeback player of the year for this year yeah, or like for know. next year? I don't know how you would, but I feel like he'd have. Josh Dobbs is pretty pretty impressive. So yeah, I just I get, I get the whole situation. I I fully understand, and it's a movement, and it's the NFL is trying to make it you know this whole huge thing, which it should be because you know he legit died on the field and like yeah. kind of like he came back to life you know it's a it's a huge movement he's gonna win but it's he's just gonna win, yeah but it's just it you're not really coming back from anything no. you're actually still on the sideline yeah exactly. i think i think the more impressive one is Brees hall coming off of like what was it the acl yeah like the concussions are are definitely a big thing and like granted i think like in terms of like the overall spectrum like later on in life and stuff like that like the concussions are the bigger issue but in terms of coming back to play the sport like once you're healed i think I think concussion is something you don't even think about because like it's like it's like that's like your like I'm more thinking of like when I'm making a cut fucking blowing my knee out you know what I mean a concussion is like bad and it can be like career ending but the recovery the road to recovery depending is not as long as a torn ACL yeah but it, you know I'm completely right but like concussions could also like fuck up like your moods and shit I agree but I think what I'm saying more for concussions is like that's and again I'm not trying to downplay it but that's more like something you'll deal with like as the years go on, yeah, 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 I'm talking yeah. about like purely coming back to play football. What's yeah. more impressive, I think coming off of an ACL mm -hmm. and having the confidence to come and ball out. That's me. I don't know. Yeah. Well, that's one concussion. We're talking about two who had probably like three concussions yeah. in four different games. And another thing, yeah, about the concussions is like you, you get, you're getting hit. Like you can control, you can, you can throw away the ball. You can duck out. You can, you can do these things. Whereas like to run and like, you just make a cut, you step wrong and you blow your knee. Yeah. You know that I think the mental part of it, the concussion aspect is you have more control over the circumstance of getting hit to a certain extent. And in terms of like, let me stay in the pocket for the extra second to get a playoff or let me just duck and live fucking fight another day. Whereas yeah. like the cutting of an ACL injuries, like you just run and like you just that blow I it out. Yeah. I don't know. Also to, uh, that which makes to a more of a comeback player that you're more than Brees Hall. Obviously, a torn ACL, yeah, it's bad, and it takes more out of you to just recover from it. But from what I saw from last year from Tua is, like, it wasn't just, like, a concussion where the guy was, like, ruled out. Like, this guy was, like, one in the Cincy yeah. game. Like, yeah. you know, like, he, he was one away scary. from his career being over. I mean, yeah. He, it, it, against it was another team, he was stumbling over. Like, it's – and then, so yeah. this offseason, he actually put on weight. 
Yeah. He, he did stuff that... He did jujitsu. He did jujitsu. Uh, to, to roll out of shit, to, like to be able to roll out of tackles and stuff yeah. like that, or roll so out. So it's like he and, he, and I'm not saying other NFL players don't put in the work. He put the work in, yeah. But from what I saw, he, you know, it's not like yeah. a torn ACL where you sit on a couch for eight months and then work and then after do ther- therapy, you know, physio- physio- yeah. uh, physiotherapy. But to a like, you know, it's scary and like to come back from that where a lot of players might have actually even just quit football. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's nice to see in a sense oh, for sure. Yeah, I, I agree with you there. I'm kind of more leading toward if I had to pick one of those guys, I'm, I'd be leaning more towards Tua. I just think Tua also like just like taking charge of his team, like first place in yeah. the division. Like he's just balling. And it out. also probably fires up your team knowing your quarterback took all these hits, all this stuff. Black belt jujitsu now. And now he's like a black belt jujitsu. He has this <laughs> insane like tat. Uh, what's it called? The one that the Rock yeah, has. Oh yeah, like the Polynesian. The Polynesian or, yeah. tat. Or, yeah, right. Crazy that, arm right? sleeve now. This guy's yeah. looking good. I mean, he can't play against fucking good teams, but he's playing good though. But, yeah, but that, that's another thing. The Miami is like, yeah. like just looking like a wet fart lately. Yeah. And yeah. they we'll can't play against to, the big boys. Yeah, we'll move on to Coach of the Year. I know my guy. I know my guy. John fucking John Harbaugh. John Harbaugh. Has to be, bro. Fucking beta pick. Why is it a beta pick? It's be the easy pick. Why is it easy? No, it's, it's not an easy, easy pick. pick. The Eagles co- coach. No, I, I know who I'm uh, taking. Well, I pick, I'll say Ryan first. Let's go first. I, like Mike, I mean, we've been on Dolphins, but I like Mike McDaniel's, dude. I don't know. I like mm-hmm. maybe it's a bit of a cop out, but I just like what he's doing. Like one thing I'll say is like I find a lot, and especially in the NFL, like coaches are very like stuck in their ways. So it's like they try, they get these players, and they try to like change these players to fit their system. Where I find Mike McDaniel's done a very good job of bringing in players and letting them kind of excel in like what they're already good at. You know what I mean? Yep. So it's like I, I like the fact that he'll take in these guys with like game breaking speed and then actually utilize them properly yeah. and utilize that speed to their advantage. So I agree. it's just like stuff like that where it's like I mean, you look at a guy. I, I'll use like Washington as an example. Like a guy like Ron Rivera will like take these players. Like Emmanuel Forbes, perfect example. From coming out of college, from what I heard and read, was that he was mainly like a zone type corner, and then like everyone saw when he was uh, manned up against AJ Brown, like it just like doesn't make sense. Why are you taking a guy who plays and excels in a certain like um, you know part of the game and and trying to force him into a different mold that doesn't work? So I just find Mike McDaniel does a very good job of that. And like you said, I know Dolphins have kind of been on a skid lately, but like, or they can't beat good teams, they say. But um, yeah, I don't know. For me, I just like the way he coaches, and I, I, I think he gets the best out of his players. I'll, I'll go with my guy. Um, I like. I honestly like. Not. I don't think he'll win. He's probably a bit of a long shot. But I like D'Amico Ryan's. I was also gonna say. I like what he's doing with the Texans. I think that the AFC is really stacked. Like I was just looking at the at the standings right now. Like. Very stacked. It's gonna be tough for them to get into the playoffs. Like they're fighting with like the likes of like you know Bengals that start well, off the year the, kind of the, bad. The but way like, to make the playoffs is just win the division. Mm-hmm. That's the thing too, right? What's what is their so their division? They're is, leading um, the division. No, they're, the they're they're uh, they're not, well they're uh, they're four. No, the Jags. Oh, the fucking Jags. That's the thing. The Jags are six and two. The they're Tennessee four and four. Jags. They have and their division's not awful. Like Indy, Indy's Jags. four and five. Is that, is that the division? Yeah, it's Jags, Houston, uh, Indy, Tennessee. Yeah, so it's gonna be tough for them to win the division, also. But I just think that the, that their coach, he's a young coach, like he's got them playing coach. well. It, it's a rookie coach, yeah. exactly. Yeah. So uh, they have them playing well, and like I think that you look at that team, like in next year, like after another good draft, 
like even like the year after like they're gonna they're gonna they're gonna be good man and if cj stroud is is a guy like they're gonna be really good cj stroud it's kind of cool just seeing the progression of these like rookies come in like this is a guy that next year in fantasy drafts like is gonna be like skyrocketing i'm not gonna lie i know we're going mvp next but like he's like could be mvp if he continues this cj stroud for this year yeah and like it's still like if if he could really like put on a show and and towards the end of the season like it's not a like, question i think it's an actual yeah it's definitely yeah. not another question yeah. because like i'm looking at the names for mvp and it's like mahomes i think you're just putting it in the mvp talk because it was the name yeah i don't think he's playing anywhere like decently good football as, as much as he could do mahomes i found like something like i agree with you i'm watching the chiefs and the chiefs are still the chiefs but but the Chiefs aren't the Chiefs to a certain extent. Like, yeah. You know what I mean? Like they're a little, they're a little bit off. Like a little, like I don't know. Like they're just there's something that's like I'm just wanting more from them, and like they're just not really delivering. It's yeah. like, but I get it. But like we said the entire time, that's what happens when you don't have receivers. It's, uh, I know how good Mahomes is. You need to go out and get him a number one receiver. That's what you had with Tyreek. Ty- Travis is probably give him another couple of years. I mean, the guy's like thirty. He's already kind of getting banged up. You know, he's already kind of banged up. He's he's running around with Taylor Swift. He's yeah. he's all over the yeah. map. Like. I'd compare that. I know we we've spoken about it before. Similar to to Buffalo in the sense, it's like it's Josh Allen, Stephon Diggs, and then Casey. You know, it's Mahomes, Kelsey, and it's, yeah. For a long time, it's it's worked, but I think, like you said, like I think they need to get another like legit weapon that a name, could yeah, could sorry. take some pressure off Kelsey. A name that comes to mind, it, who's been in trade talks, who's been in that conversation, is T Higgins. Yeah. I would love to see T. Higgins in Washington like, next year. I know we said I know we said Mike Evans um, last episode or two episodes ago, I should say. Um, <clears throat> but T. Higgins, he's a young guy. He's been in trade talks. Yo, give him the first. Yeah. If you want to give, yeah. just give him. You're not gonna. You're gonna have to wait up. You're gonna have to wait at least two years from from where you're picking, anyways. You're not picking in, in the top ten and in the near future with yeah. the, with the Chiefs team. So just trade that first round pick and just get a guy like that. He's young. I think he signed. Oh no, he didn't even sign a contract. I don't he's gonna be a free so. agent. He's gonna be a free agent. So it's like, or yeah, pick him up a free agency. Do something because it's it's getting ridiculous. Like I when I'm watching, I seen with Sean. Like yeah. I agree with you 100. percent I'm watching the Chiefs and just something's just off. Mm-hmm. They can't. And you know, I think I think they will. I think I think the Chiefs are the kind of organization that they, they have need to. to. They realize. I mean, you don't get a Patrick. You get a Patrick Mahomes once every. Uh, 30 40 50 years in an organization if yeah. you're lucky yeah no. you know what i mean like you just never get a guy like that you might never get a guy like that right so like i maybe maybe it's i was gonna say 100 years but that's maybe a little bit it depends but if you get lucky but yeah i mean to to every single year that you are not give like are not putting yourself in the absolute best position to win and like they don't have a number one they don't even have they have no name receivers pretty much like the only reason they're known is because they're, they're on the young. chiefs they're young i mean like nobody's has been decent the only reason why they're even relatively known is because they're on the Chiefs. If these guys, if this guy was out, Rashi Rice was out doing the same numbers in like some other fucking market, like no one would even be talking about him. You know what I mean? Like he's been bad. He's been getting some touchdowns, but I agree with you. He's not. I, I just think that they they know that they need to get a receiver, and they're yeah. the kind of organization that like will get a receiver. I think in this draft, and either in the draft or in the off season, they're going to spend them, capital on getting a receiver. I can see them making a splash in free agency just because the past few years they've been. So heavy on these like, uh, like second, Evans? third round wide receivers. Like what was it? Sky Moore, uh, yeah. who's a second round pick. Rashi Rice, second round pick. Yeah. Then they traded. They trade for Kadarius Tony. They trade for Kadarius Tony. Yeah. So it's just like they're, I feel like they're taking these kind of shots on these second round guys or like 
guys with like I know Kadarius Tony was a first round pick, but he didn't have the same value at that point. So they're trying to maybe like get these guys for a little bit cheaper, and then kind of hoping that like Mahomes can Mahomes turn can elevate, make, yeah, yeah, elevate their game. Yeah, automatically in my head when Kadarius Tony went to the Chiefs was oh, Tyreek second Tyreek Hill. That's what I thought, but then yeah, it just wait. didn't pan out. Can't catch. Yeah, guy can't catch, and he's quick, of course, but. There, Everyone's there was, quick, you know. Yeah, I mean? that's the thing. Like, there, there was a video that was like circulating on Twitter like two days ago from his pro day, and it was like this essentially sums up like the Cardarius Tony experience. Oh, I saw. And that. it was like a one v one, and he did like a quick first step to the inside, busted out right side, did a look back at the QB faking to go like inside, and then just cut back to like the left side pylon, and perfect, like totally wide open, like ball right on him. Route. Hits right in the hands, drops it. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, it's like sums up his entire career. Yeah, yeah all like Swedish it, no finish, as you yeah, say in Canada. Exactly. Exactly right. So, um, but MVP, quick, quick. I, honestly, right now from the QB play, obviously Mahomes hurts. I think Lamar could be up there. But right now for mid-season awards, CMC, Tyreek Hill, I think they're making the biggest difference in their teams. Mm-hmm. Um, other than you know, obviously the quarterbacks. You know, I just I don't see anyone really even cj like i could put cj how low-key it's just like what he's doing for that team exactly to me it's like even it's more than that to me it's like it's like culture shifting season you know what i mean like in in houston like that's what i love about like these young and upcoming teams yeah when you hit hit that pick it's like the whole like you see now the texans they're scary now like they could when you you play any team in the playoffs even maybe if they make the playoffs like that's a scary team to play you know so it's just they're they're young they're hungry they want to win and like you know, like I said, they're taking that for years. Houston was like, you know, ever since Deshaun left there, Deshaun had that one year. It was like, they've been just kind of like there. bottom feeders. You know, yeah. it's like finally like, you know, CJ Stroud, Nico Collins, Tank Dell. It's like, they, they got guys now. You know what I mean? It's like Damian Pierce. I haven't heard his name. Oh, I traded him before this season. Okay, I, I, was I, not heard, I haven't heard his name. He's fallen off an absolute cliff. Yeah. Is it because of CJ Stroud? Like, I don't really watch Houston. I just games, don't think he's, he's actually that good. He's, like, he's just not that great. Okay, I mean, yeah, like, he's last, a, year, last year was really good, no? He was getting a lot of volume. That's True. why. And then they brought in Singletary. I mean, like, he was just like a hard runner. So, like, yeah. he was good in that sense. He'd break a lot of tackles. But I just, like... Towards the end of the year last year, he had that ankle injury, mm. and then uh, was never came back. I think maybe, or I don't even know if he came back after that. But yeah, I mean, to me, the way I look at that is like fifth round guy. Like they're in terms of fantasy, at least they bring in another guy. Like he's very replaceable. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's just like, and he had the injury. So maybe it's too easy of a pick, but like I mean, Jalen Hurts is. I know it sucks, but like in terms of us being Washington fans, he's having a really good year. Like you know what I mean? No, he's got fifty great year. 15 touchdowns, he has seven rushing touchdowns. I know that it's the touch-push bullshit, but, I mean, touchdowns are touchdowns at the end of the day, like, for those rushing ones. Uh, They're 8-1. and He's got a 68.9 completion percentage. He's the favorite. Obviously, he's the favorite now. I'm just saying more, like... Uh, It's it's the boring pick. Like, yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, like, it sucks because you know who's actually, like, if he didn't get injured, Kirk Cousins was having a a fantastic year. Yeah. Kirk Cousins was having 18 touchdowns to five interceptions, 2,331 passing yards. If, If Minnesota got into the playoffs... And well, not even. I mean, once not the season's done, done, but yeah. but if they could if they could have gone to the playoffs, I think the game of the playoffs is a big thing. Yards? Yeah, and he 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 came out what two weeks ago? He didn't play last week, yeah. So, so he, he was out it. the week before that, wow. pretty much at the end of the game, I think. Holy moly! Okay, I didn't know that. Was so good. I mean, like he was having a fantastic year. That guy, I think, would have been like, I think he would have maybe. I mean, won. you could technically give him the midi award if you want, if you want to, because it's technically a midseason award. The mid the midi, yeah. But anyway, well, right now, I mean, Kirk Cousins has been 
fantastic. But anyway, yeah, he's out now. Yeah, I like I like just picking just like the out of the blue one, just because the Mahomes, the Hurts, the Lamar Jacksons are all so close. Yeah. Um, like I could honestly, not because I'm a Ravens fan, see Lamar winning it only because he's just doing what he has to do. Yeah. And he's doing it at a rate of like. He's just, he's just phenomenal. Like he's yeah. playing good football. Yeah. And like I said this at the beginning of the year, he's just to find his groove with this offense, and I think they're actually finding it, and this defense is helping. Yeah. yeah. Man, Baltimore, I think it's the scariest we've looked since 2019. Yeah. I agree with that. You guys, for years, I would say, or 2019 was Lamar's MVP year. Yeah. I'll say since too. then, like, I don't know what it was. Maybe, like, teams had just, like, kind of had some film, and they kind of figured you guys out, but... This year, man, you guys are looking like like the defense real scary. I mean, defense that defense will keep you guys in games. Oh so it's just like, can Lamar? It, that's what it was. Like you know, like can Lamar, is, stay can Lamar stay healthy? Can Lamar figure it out? Type thing and play how, you know, we know he's able to play. And it looks like this year they're they're putting it all together. So yeah. I think you guys could be a real like threat in the playoffs for sure. Crossing my fingers, man. No injuries. Mm-hmm. But anyway, um, I know we want to hit. We're at the. We're at about the 48-minute mark. We're doing pretty – this has been like an excellent conversation, by excellent the way. Yeah. Um, we want to do a couple last things. We want to just talk briefly about the NHL real quick, and we want to do a little Mount Rushmore uh, to end our podcast today. So we'll get into that. First, we'll go into the uh, to the NHL. We'll talk Habs. We want to talk Oilers first, Andrew. I want to hear what you have to th- think about the Oilers Oilers here. fucking stink. They stink. What the yeah, hell's going on? They is, it, is McDavid back? No, not yet, eh? No, yeah, David yeah. is back. He's, he's back, been back. Yeah, he's, he's been back. I don't think he missed a lot of time. Like he's just—they look so mediocre. I mean, it's just the goalies. I mean, look at Toronto too. Toronto, the goaltending has been awful. The goaltending in general has just been really I'm shit. Gonna really quickly because they lost to San Jose. San Jose, but for for our listeners that maybe don't know, basically in the entire NHL, San Jose is dead last. They have two wins, eleven losses, one tie or one loss in regulation overtime. San Jose, yes, they're right in front of them. San Jose had lost two games uh, last week, 10-1 and 10-2. Come on, score 20, fuck. You know what I mean? Like, and uh, the Oilers, not only are they, like, they have two of the best players in the world, two, two, the two best players in the world, Dreisaitl and McDavid. Like, this is a team that, like, they ha- they abs- not even just make playoffs. They have to be, like, they should be one of the top teams in the league. They're not yeah. bad. You know, and right now they are the 31st team in the league. They're 2-9-1. Could you imagine a world where McDavid is like asking for a trade or something? Because like I eventually, think that's where it's heading. Eventually, it's like, what do you like? How old is he now? You know what see. I mean? Like he's like twenty five, twenty six. Yeah, he's twenty six. I think he's over the. I think he's over. He's, old, he's a year older than me, I think. Right. So, Drysaddle is. Drysaddle's older than that. Drysaddle's twenty eight. That's Jesus. crazy. Drysaddle's already twenty eight, and McDavid is. Uh, it's like prime. That is prime. McDavid also has. 10 points in 10 games. That's crazy. I mean, listen, that's still that's a point per game, but like for and two goals. For Connor McDavid standards, and maybe he was a little bit injured, like that's just not good enough. Like I, I think what they need to do twenty six is number one, if I were Edmonton, I would trade for a guy like Jake Allen or something. Like you you need a goaltender at this point. Yeah. Uh number two, I'd probably fire the coach. I like you have to like you just need a change at this Jay point. Woodcroft. And and you're at this point if you're like ownership like you're trying to salvage whatever yeah. relationship you have left with mcdavid like yeah. because i think it's really like it's it's getting, it's to, getting that to that where point where he really might request a trade he because needs to win three four years now or like longer like yeah he's ever since he's been in the league like this is kind of what it's been and this year is really bad but i mean like dude you have the two best players in the world you should be making 
like long playoff push like every single what's season. the furthest they've gone have they gone to the conference finals I think it was conference finals it's just it's not sustained like playoff success it's like it's just like they they they, they lose in it's a way that's tiring. like because you can't have that they'll, like they'll, I don't face, know. they'll face a team I'll, t- I'll tell you like if they do make playoff, they'll face a team like the LA Kings, and they'll the LA Kings will shut Kings them will down. Kings will roll them. The, King, the, the Kings, Kings are like shut them down. Like, it was big teams that have good goaltending yeah. and good defense. Like it's just I've always noticed this about the Oilers, and like they're they're still a good roster, but they I feel like from the start they were just not built correctly. They built through the middle, which is good, but they had no they had no wingers. I remember at one point they had no defense at one point. They had no goalie, and I think now they're still trying to. Figure it out. They're still their defense is better than what it was. Don't get me wrong, but it's still not like amazing. I'm watching the other night against Silence. I saw the highlight. Cody CC, what he sucks. He was trying to like basically stop. Hurdle was behind the net and essentially just made a pass right in the middle. And they just like took a one timer and put yeah. the puck in the net. And CC's like trying to deflect it with a stick. You know, it's, not making any sense. It's a combination, I think, of of bad drafting, bad development, and and bad contracts. Yeah, all a combination of those. Like. It just literally like handcuffs your 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 franchise. There's no way you're you're able to win when you're paying guys like Darnell Nurse like almost ten mil. It's like nine. What's he making? Nine point two five or something. I think like he's that? Been, yeah, like, just about ten mil. It's just like it's just not like you know what I mean. It's just it's not going to work. It's not going to allow you to you build pay like a, a guy real like Jack Campbell tender. five by five. Like it's just you can't be doing stuff like that. To me, at this point, it really comes down to ownership. Like you got like Ken Holland. Like it's going to be Coach Woodcroft and then Ken Holland's on the hot seat. Woodcroft's to Hollywood. He looks like he wears like mascara on the bench. Dude, I mean, I, so it's like, I don't know. It, I think if they don't start winning soon, like you're gonna see, you're gonna see like some coaching changes and then maybe GM changes and then if that doesn't yeah. work, dude, I, I could see McDavid really wanting to get out of there. And yeah. McDavid leaves, Drysdale is gone. Oh, you're restarting from complete scratch. That would be the biggest off. fumble of a bag. In like NHL history, you have like the two best. They have now had the two best players in the league for the last four or five years. The th- only you know? like silver lining I could see out of this is maybe it becomes like a Buffalo Eichel deal where it's like you trade these guys and then it's like you're with the assets returns. Like, because to me, it's like guys like McDavid and Drysaddle, it's just they command like so much. Yeah. Where it's like you're just like forced to build your team around those guys. Like, you know what I mean? It, I don't know how you could ever get a return though. That like is even worse. You, you, you won't, yeah. but you hope like it's like a return for like Buffalo when they got a guy like tuck. Yeah. Who, like actually genuinely wanted to play in, in Buffalo. Buffalo. Yeah. Good guy. Like great guy like that. And then some young pieces like, yeah. uh, what else did they get? They got Krebs and, um, and, uh, uh, they traded with, um, with Vegas, right? Yeah. They got Krebs. They got Tuck. We'd have to look it up, honestly. Yeah, but they anyway, got, like, another first or something. It, like, all in all, considering you're moving a guy like Eichel, it was a solid return. Like, yeah. you're never – I agree. You're never going to get that, like, one-for-one, like, impact, like, game impact that, like, a McDavid will yeah. bring you. You know yeah. what I mean? But yeah, I agree. You just yeah. hope that it's a trade that will put your franchise in the right direction. Yeah. I know. I agree with you 100%. So, that's Oilers. Real quick, just on to Habs. Uh, couple Let's see the game tonight. You want to see the game tonight? It's oh, true yeah. against Boston, eh? That's sick. That's sick. So Habs are what they thought we were, like, kind of good, kind of shit. Cole Caulfield, overtime merchant. He's this guy just scores in overtime. So good at He just rips it in overtime. He's actually nasty. He no, nips in overtime. He's so nasty. His shot is he just nuts. snipes. Slavkovsky's looked better in the last few games. I was going to bring that up. Can we talk a little He's bit about it's it's not it's not always been pretty, but I will say like playing with Caulfield, like he's looked better in the last few games. I feel like you can see there's like a bit of a sense of urgency, like mm-hmm. trying to make plays. The biggest thing I've noticed is that 
his decision making is very slow, yeah, but it's getting a bit better. His hands are not bad, but it's like he's a little clunky and his skating. His hands aren't bad. I, I find his goal. Remember his goal? A yeah, of- yeah, it's goal. But I found even on the goal, bro. It's like he's like he was double clutching a bit. Yeah. It's like it's like he'll get the puck and it's like it's like me, fuck. Like he like you get the puck. And it's like I'm now I'm gonna like I'm a robot a little bit. Like now I'm mm. trying to like stick handle and make a quick play yeah. and i find like caulfield does it so easily like so quick suzuki slap it's a bit stru- uh, tough right and the right. one other thing about slap real quick is his skating needs to improve like yeah. his stride is so short yeah and he just looks like he's like chopping it up the ice what, what what's your verdict i'm just curious because like oh it's always like you know the uh the narrative is always like oh bigger players take take longer to develop yeah like what's your like take like just watching him now second season like where do you think his career is like if i could go real quick uh just because i watch all the games it's like i actually do think for a guy like him i don't mind him in the nhl but it's got to be on a top line yeah and it's got to with the facts that like it's not going to be pretty in the first two years but they're so necessary to build up that foundation in the nhl to then where you come in year three and if it if it works out well it's like you've been seasoned and then you can just take off. I think that playing in the NHL doesn't hurt, but I really think for a guy like him, it's like playing in the NHL, like you'll master that. And then the NHL for a bigger guy is such a different league yeah. that he needs to, he really takes his bumps. And I think that's what Marty's doing. I think that like they're talking about it quickly. Like, oh, what's your plan for him? Like, is he going to go to the World Juniors? Is he going to go down to the NHL? And he's like, we're not even considering they that wanna, at all. I think they want to just keep I've kind of noticed that it's like, just play him. He, he's got to play in the top six. Once you start moving in the bottom bomb six, like you play it's, him it's down just, the NHL. It, it's just useless. Like, but if you just, give him yeah. top, like, and even the, give him a shot on the top power play maybe at some point, but give him like top six minutes, yeah. really allow him to play. And I think for bigger guys, you need that because yeah, they're I not going to – in the AHL, it's like you get the smaller guys, they go down there, they get seasoned, they play against bigger guys in the AHL to then become acclimated to play against bigger guys in the AHL. It's like he's done – he'll yeah. be fine. He needs to just take his licks in the NHL and I just agree. keep playing. I agree. That's Completely what I think. Need, he needs to take his lumps, but it's also – it's just like the confidence is what I worry about. It's like – well that while that is happening it's like you need to keep his confidence high like yeah. it's like if his confidence falls and it, and it dips it's just like it's it's useless why he's got to stay in the top six yeah. and he's got to be on the power play yeah. but I, I agree i think it's smart to keep him close to marty because i think marty will be able to keep that confidence yep. high you know what i mean and that's what good. i think they're i think they're honestly handling it well because the points aren't there but the play i've been watching like it's it's not always amazing but like it's it's there's been a lot of good things I've yeah. seen in the last couple of games, last four or five games since he's kind of moved up in the top lines in general. That line with Anderson and Newhook was just not working. Like it was two guys, three guys that just they don't create. Like no. you know what I mean. So, um, Andrew, do you want to have anything to say quick about Habs, or do you want to move on to uh like to our Habs last part? Here. No, I like the Habs. Yeah, I like when you guys go off. I like it. yeah. <laughs> well, it's because we watch them every you night. Like passionate Habs fans. So I like I just like sit in the corner. I like well, I like I'm intrigued what you guys have to say. So, I mean, and I, it also yeah. it teaches me like. About the Habs. Because I wouldn't know shit about Boston, fuck. Yeah, like, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, so, no, it's good. But um, um, the Habs look good, man. The Habs look good in they, a sense they're, of what, they're back and forth. They look good in a sense of what they have. Yes. They're not, I'm, yeah. not, I'm not expecting them to win a bunch of games. Uh, honestly, at this point, they're winning some games. They battle hard. Yeah, they, they always go to they overtime. Every night. They're entertain. They honestly are entertaining. Like, they... they 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 score a lot of goals and they come back like they're relentless like they a lot of the games and they played a lot of overtime games too. they that's, always that's go to overtime want, though, they're like boston one year boston had like fucking an absurd amount of overtime losses and wins so they just kept getting points yeah. off that so i mean montreal could squeak in this playoffs if they should keep going to fucking overtime it's true I and just, I mean, yeah. you look at that division like a team like a lot of people were saying ottawa would be like right on the brink of finally making that jump it's like yeah doesn't look like it this year so it's like you might have some you know if you really come down to it in the stretch like maybe you make a, a push but 
It's um, yeah. I, I think we we probably end up trading a goalie. I think we we will probably like, will. and Ottawa, like you said, is similar. It reminds me a little bit of Edmonton, just in terms of yeah. like it's it's another team too that the pressure's on and like they they're good enough to like be playing better than they're playing. You know. Yeah. yeah. Um, one last thing, Bedzy, yeah. Badad, Badad. Oh my god! Yeah, true. So he's. Figuring it out. He had a four-point ga- four four game the other night. Oh, uh, fantasy, it's paying off. He's kind of figuring it out now a little bit. I saw he had, like, before that game, he had 10 and – or 7 and 10. Now he's got 11 and 11. Wow. So, like, he's he's got a rip, too, on it. And, like, he's just always around the net. That's one thing I was – I wasn't 100% sure just because of his size, but he's just so good. Like, it doesn't even matter. He is so good. It uh, He's honestly, like, a, a treat to watch, man. I'm, I'm, I'm kind of bummed that you have all these, like – Obviously, we we had Crosby for fucking so long, but it's like you got the two like kind of generational talents playing out west. Like, yeah. it kind of sucks. You, I'd really like to see one of these guys like come come in the east. So it's like you come know, to Montreal. Would I ever? But... Patty Kane to Montreal. Yeah, imagine that. <laughs> you guys want to do our last part here uh, before we sign off? I love this. So to to sort of end the pod, we want to do something a little bit fun. Uh, we want something fun. Halloween yeah. special. Try to do something like just different every time. Uh, not that this is different because I know a lot of other podcasts do it, but. We'll, we'll 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 do our hand in it. So, uh, Mount Rushmore, fictional characters. Mm. So again, Mount Rushmore. There's there's four names basically, and it's not like a ranking of one through four. Like these are just the four best. Yeah. Um, so like just four best, like your opinion, like what, what, anything. What yeah, yeah. Think? I mean, like, do you want do you want to go first, and you can kind of give your opinions for this? I'll start. So this, I I didn't like just I didn't really know like what we were basing it off of. So I just like kind of went with like my four kind of favorite fictional characters either that i thought you know play a great role in a movie or just like i don't know their character to me is just like super interesting so i'll start or funny like whatever yep. so uh i'll start so first off one of my favorite villains of all time i got the joker from batman okay. Heath yeah ledger. but it's got to be heath ledger so yoking i like yoking phoenix's okay. joker as well but um Ah, to me, Heath Ledger just kills it. I love that movie. Uh, everything about that man, it's just like he absolutely crushes it. I know you're a big Batman fan. Right? I want. I was. I'm Theo still thinking about getting a Joker. Andrew sweating. Andrew sweating right now. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like I can see him. He's dripping. I love Heath Ledger's yeah. Joker. I love the Joker by Heath Ledger. Oh, it's such a. Good, I could just. I don't. So sorry, good. Ryan. I know it's yours, but yeah. The no. way he just like tackled that that role. And I have to see, see it. I have to watch it. I've never actually watched it. You can see videos and like. And like the actors that and actors that were with him, like you could see that even like he off scared street, people on set. even off like off camera, he would just stay in character and he would just go in the corner and just like you know talk to himself and like have that little tick. <laughs> like, no, really, like, eh? bro, it's actually it, like, it's, phenomenal. It's, yeah, it is phenomenal. You gotta fully buy in. Yeah, Jen, you really should watch it. It is one of the, the best performances. I will watch it. I've yeah. ever seen. I have to. So. um off that, a little bit of a lighter, uh, a lighter character. I'll go Randy Marsh from South Park. Yeah, I fucking love Randy Marsh. <laughs> <laughs> Just like his character progression. How do you not go Cartman though? Really? So I have Cartman in, in an honorable mention. He he, Cartman I I originally had, and then I had Randy in an honorable mention. I didn't want to put two from the same show, but to me, Randy is. It's just his progression from season one. Like he starts off like a serious kind of character. Like he's a geologist. Yeah. And like later, like just as the show goes on, he just becomes like more and more like more <laughs> stupid. Like I just like does like dumb shit. I I don't know. I just he's one of my favorite. He's hilarious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So funny. Like 
just his expressions, everything he says, like I, I kills me. Yeah, so he's up there for me. Like I said, Cartman, honorable mention. I've, I've, like you know, I love. Yeah, there's no, you don't even need to give reasoning. Yeah, he's so he's just no other character like Cartman. Yeah. In the um, and then back to a little serious one, the goat, Michael Corleone. Yes, that's a good one. You know what? I didn't even think of him. That's a freaking excellent one. Michael Corleone. I I mean, what are we going to say? Al Pacino absolutely murders that role. That's a phenomenal. One of my favorite. I've seen it twice. I've seen all three of them twice. Yeah, Yeah, slow clap. Everything about that. You You got to get a poster of The Godfather for the basement. Vito also. I liked Vito, but he's also only in like one movie. So I just. You got me on the day of my daughter's wedding. But uh, Michael (laughs) to me is is top tier. One of my favorite characters. And then. This is kind of this is kind of stupid, but last one I go Borat. I don't know if you ever. Seen no, that. It's, it's a good one too. It's a good one. Yeah, it's a very good one. Yeah. Top tier. Anything he says kills me. All these extra videos of him like going out into like supermarkets and stuff like that. Like fuck. Just the fact that Sasha Baron Cohen actually like goes out in public and portrays like these characters like to real people. Yeah. To me is like I, I love it. Like it's just like total dedication to these roles. Yeah. So, That's a good list. Yeah, and then my honorable mentions, I got, like I said, Cartman. I got Evan from Superbad, so it's Michael Sarah. Okay, yeah, yeah, and that's then, a good one. Uh, I got Michael Scott from The Office. All that's right. another good one, yeah. I like, I like that list. You want me to go, Sean? Go ahead, yeah. All right, so first, speaking of... I'll just tag on to that fucking super bad one. I have Fogel from. Oh super yeah, bad. that's a good one. Yeah, yeah. Fogel from super bad. He, I have a T-shirt with the ID on it. Oh, it's classic. It's I actually love that classic. Movie. Him getting punched in the face oh, the makes best. me crack. That's, and just that's his my character, favorite comedy like of all time. Just his character in the movie, yeah. hysterical. He killed it. Um, all the whole cast. Yeah, the whole cast. Yeah, that's it. such a tough movie to pick. I was thinking of all three of them. Yeah. I'm like, they're they're all good in their own way. As soon as honorable mention, I was yeah. like, oh god. Yeah. I was like, oh my. Loving, bro. Love him. Fogel. Such yeah. a funny fucking yeah. Fogel. Fantastic, Fogel. Yeah. But uh, yeah, we'll go quick here. Uh, Muhammad. Who's <laughs> <Second. laughs> Fogel or Muhammad? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Between that or Muhammad. Muhammad's most common fucking name in the world. Read a fucking book. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so true. But uh, second one, I'll have him on your wall behind Mr. Walter White. Yes. Excellent. So I think he has to be, has to be my goat. I've yeah. watched Breaking Bad three times already. Have you oh, really? Yeah, it. I've seen it twice. My I, friends, my you know Dav, yep. uh, he would love that because he he he's watching now a couple times. Uh, I've only watched it once. I really should rewatch it. Rewatch it because you should rewatch it. But it's absolutely fantastic. It's, what a first show! First season, I'm gonna be honest. Ass. First season's like it's slow. It introduces. It builds, you know, it builds it the builds. whole thing. After you appreciate it. I feel like once, like you've seen it now multiple yeah. times. I've seen it twice. You appreciate that first season a little bit more. You know, yeah. once yeah. you've seen like, the okay. whole thing. What is what is Hank's line when he's like about to? Uh, he's like his full name or whatever. He's like Hank something something like, and he's like, and then he dies. Oh, I don't know. Uh, hopefully, it's like he says like his full name. His uh, I have to find it after. I maybe have to find yeah. it after the pod. He basically says his name in full, and he has like a really funny name. And yeah, anyway, sorry. My third one is I don't know if you guys watch Game of Thrones. No. Arya Stark. No, no clue. Damn. Okay. Well, Shit. Shit pick. That's not a good shit pick because people watch Game of Thrones. Yeah. That's a good pick. She a baddie? Not really a baddie. Daenerys Targaryen's baddie. Oh, what the yeah. fuck? The Daenerys Targaryen? <laughs> yeah, don't make fun of it, bro. You're, you're, yeah. don't, if you make fun of this, you're really tapping into a, a big fucking fan yeah. base that are going to hunt you Darnarius down. Daenerys Targaryen, Texas A&M. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Safety, Texas A&M. Kingle McCringleberry. Yeah. <laughs> Terrell Suggs was the best one of Boston High University. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then my fourth and final one is Mr. John Wick. 
Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. a good one. John Wick. One. Uh, I have actually a kill count here in four movies. He has 439 headshot kills. <laughs> Unrealistic. Oh, I, I saw Skill they were, issue. Uh, make a fifth one. They were thinking about they were it. Thinking about it, right? Because he. Uh, uh, spoiler, he's, playing, he's, he's died in bot lobbies. Month. I don't know how they're going to do that. But yeah. yeah I, see, I saw the fourth one. But you know, interesting fact about this is that he, Candy Reeves, was, uh, he got the role, the first one. Uh, he basically just got the script and he was like, I don't know, like he was 50 50 with it. He didn't pay, get paid much for it, but he was like, fuck it, let's do it. I like the storyline. And then look at it now. It was like a million. Yeah. It was like a million buck contract. It was yeah. nothing. Nothing. He's nothing, Canadian, nothing. I think. He's no? Canadian. And he's Canadian. No, not no. Yes, he's Canadian. Or is yeah, he like yeah, dual yeah. citizenship? Maybe, but I think, I think he's he Canadian. He has dual citizenship now, but I'm pretty sure he's born in Canada. He's an actor that like I don't again. I haven't seen. I've seen The Matrix once, like, but and all these other ones I haven't really seen. But from what I've heard, he's one of those actors that's like very low key. He's underrated. But he does a lot of good stuff for yeah. people. Yeah. Like he he's like a nice act, a nice genuine person. From what I've read about him, like Matrix. yeah. Great, John Wick is great. Yeah. So apparently, like he de he donated his whole salary for one of the movies to like the whole uh, crew or something. Like, yeah, I've, seen some, yeah. I've seen that too. But yeah, John Wick took. But he off. didn't want any publicity about it or something. John I don't Wick know. took yeah. off after that one little film that he thought it was like an hour. Yeah. And also, the first movie is like what an hour and forty five minutes. Not long, yeah. It's not long, so it's like he took off. Now, John Wick Four came out. I think last year. I was actually just watching it two nights ago. It was on TV, but What's your yeah. Favorite? Which which one's your favorite? I I really liked the last one. I really did, yeah. but the first one, first one the first one of like yeah. of like the the like the suspense of like oh fuck, Mister Wick's yeah. back or John Wick's yeah. back. Like what are you talking? And Mr. I love how they Wick. didn't have to introduce that. It was already just planted. What, what in the do they movie. call him again? Uh, the boogeyman. The boogeyman. Yeah. yeah, it's like it's already planted in the movie, so it's like you already know how dangerous yeah. this dude is. Yeah. You know, yeah. you already know if everyone knows my name or everyone who knows his name and talks about him, oh he's back, oh he's back. Yeah. It's like. Okay, you know this guy. They could yeah. fuck up I, some shit. So I like cool. the second one because I thought the second one had like a lot of good action shots too. Of like they're the, so the they're, one. They're the the second one was in St. Catherine. They filmed this, the oh, first yeah? scene in St. Catherine on St. Catherine Street. What is he from? I'm not even thinking. I don't even know if I'm speaking to Mike. Is he? From, he's not from Montreal, is he? Yeah, New Reams. I got it. Can't what do they call him in the? They call him. It's the Boogeyman, but they have a they have a name for it in the movie. It's like they say it in like Russian or whatever it is. Oh, yeah, he was born in Toronto. Toronto. Well, he was born in Beirut and raised in Toronto. He also, I think, his girlfriend passed away or something like That's that. Liam or... Neeson. Liam Neeson's wife passed away at Trombla skiing. Wait, when? Uh, Baba Yaga. Baba Yaga. <laughs> yeah, the Baba Yaga. Liam Neeson's wife passed away a while ago. Uh, look, Liam Neeson. Okay, no, no, it's not Keanu. I thought maybe. Look, Liam Neeson's wife. If I just search up wife, yeah. Ski well, there's, there's one actor whose girlfriend died like in a car crash. Is it Ashton Kutcher? He's been dating Mila No, but like a young girl, like from. They were dating since like, I think he was like seventeen or something. Yeah, really? this is crazy. Liam Neeson's wife Natasha uh, died after hitting her head during a skiing lesson in a resort in Quebec, Canada, in two thousand nine. Wow. Damn. I think it was trauma. I think it was trauma. That's, Don't that's quote me on that. That's crazy. I didn't yeah, know that's that. crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Anyways, go for it, Sean. Last yeah, one. I'll, I'll keep it short and sweet. So, uh, basically, my first two. Uh, greatest undecided grudge match of all time, Godzilla King Kong. Fair. Like, you know, you could put that question in a room, who's going to win? And, like, we still don't really know. So I think it's, it would be wrong of me to only put one up on Mount Rushmore. I think they both have a rightful spot up there. And then my last two are sort of, in a way, like, 
uh, there's like a relationship, I guess, but not maybe not really. But anyway, so my third one, I'll say Hannibal Lecter. I love that. So movie. if you've ever seen like uh, Silence of the Lambs, such a good movie. He is just That's my favorite movie. He you can't catch the guy. He will murder anybody. Yeah, he so smart. he just is so smart. He, he totally like outwits everybody. He wears like the mask. He's he's very nice. He's a total psychopath. No, he's, yeah. And uh, and he gets out of like the grasp of the police and everything. And my last one. Uh, this guy is just another, like, you can't get rid of him, Michael Myers. Yeah. Michael Myers is, like, the goat of just walking. You can't kill him. You can't do anything to him. He comes at you so slowly, but there's absolutely nothing you could do. And you could fire, like, a shotgun at his face. He'll still come right back at you. I'm surprised they haven't done, I'm surprised they haven't done, like, like a Nike or Jordan commercial Halloween themed with Michael Myers just because like he walks. So true, yeah. You know what I mean? It's so true. you could just pop on like a pair of Jordans on the guy and be like, yeah, the guy walks bad. You know? That's it actually would, it crazy. Been sick, eh? That's yeah. actually, there's probably a whole bunch of licensing shit though. Yeah. Like I would, I don't know. Like, 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 I'm surprised. Sure, I'm like, surprised yeah. they didn't put like just that a, would sneaker, be a, sick a, commercial. a sneaker on him and just be like, since he walks all the time, yeah. you can just film him walking. Michael Myers walks all the time. <laughs> in Jordans, you know? Yeah. That actually, actually, I'm, I'm, sure there's, Jordan is on. I'm sure there's licensing yeah. stuff along with that, but that's actually a really cool idea. Hannibal Lecter, really cool. Halloween. Bro, I find all like the good horror movies. Again, I don't watch horror movies, like I said last episode, but all the good, really good classic horror Like I find just nowadays, like the horror movies are just so mid. But like they all rely on jump scares. Yes, yeah, like, that's fine. I don't watch it. Like Signs of the Lambs, Halloween, it's classics that just you know, capture like Signs of the Lambs. It's you're, I'm sitting here, I'm just like, just cut up in a corner. I'm just like watching. It. It's such a good fucking I movie. You know what I mean? So Halloween, you can legit laugh at. Yeah. Like it's just yeah. funny. Like the some of the parts. Um, anyway, that was that was you know, boys. This is like an hour and ten minute pod, hour and twelve minute pod actually. I thought case. this was a great conversation. Yeah. We should start up in the morning. We should do early yeah. morning pods all the time. I feel like I just like genuinely like like got more comfortable as this pod went on. I woke up more, and I feel like I'm good for the whole day. But uh, that was excellent. So again, I think Andrew available on uh, Apple Podcast, Spotify, Weekly. I know we got. I know we say like Mondays and stuff. It's just our. Schedule. We do our best. We, we do, do our best. best. Our schedules are so um, busy and we, stuff. We so. pretty much have been putting out once a week. Once, once, a week. once yeah. every ten days at most. I, I think. Know. I think the most. I think it's been once a week. Once a week, yeah. it's been consistent for ten weeks. Well, this this week this we week. put out. Yeah. yeah so this we'll, we'll probably put this out. Shit! If we could put this out uh, Monday. Monday. All well, thing yeah. is, we're oh, actually yeah because we didn't talk too much about the games Monday, this week. Tuesday. Yeah. Let's say tonight. That's why we're gonna try, boys. Guys, we're gonna transition. I don't think we're. I think we're gonna branch off a little bit. We're gonna do like smaller parts of sports and just talk about yeah. random. Yeah, I think yeah. It's yeah. Start slowly gonna I think it's better like that because the the common man that not everyone watches sports, right? Or yeah. not everyone knows about. We'll every always, sport, always keep so. it uh, sporty in the, po- in the yeah. Yeah, podcast. Yeah, for sure. But uh, anyway, we'll wrap it up, boys. So again, another great one, and uh, thank you everyone for listening, and we'll be back for uh, for next week. Yes, yep. Peace Take out. care. Peace out.